All right, everybody, and welcome back to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by 26shirts.com slash Pittsburgh. And uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers opened their 2019 preseason campaign with a thrilling 30-28 to victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And thank goodness we stopped them on that two-point conversion because nobody, and I mean nobody, wanted to see that in overtime. Um a win is a win. You take it in the preseason. It doesn't matter. And especially to the Pittsburgh Steelers coaching staff, they don't care either. They care about players' health. They care about players' performances. And that's pretty much what we care about too. Uh, so joining me to discuss the game are uh, usual suspects. Uh, Mr. Ben Anderson and Mr. Chris Nicolau are here on their Saturday afternoon. I'm sure they were much, morning. much rather morning, rather morning. I, I forgot about that. It is morning where these gents are. Um, and, and I, I hear a dog and off. I must, I, I must say that uh, I, now I see he's yelling at his dog. Um, I am not in the fortress of Steeler I'm actually on location in my living room upstairs, uh, be, because I've got some kids here and they're down there and, uh, there's a good chance I'll yell at my dogs a couple of times too. So just, just in case that, that, that happens. But anyway, um, Chris, the Steelers get the win last night. A lot of very, very positive things, obviously some not so positive things. Um, just your overall general observation of what you saw last night before we get into the specifics. Yeah. Um, I'll start on offense real quick. Um, I thought all the receivers around like over well overview of them they did they did well um mm-hmm. run blocking was not great last night from from uh, almost anybody fred johnson did a good job but um the run blocking overall from the backups especially the you know the second and third team i know that they were shoving shoving people around i mean Fowler was yeah. playing guard um and what have you but uh run blocking was not good snell you know i'll get into individual, individual performance soon but uh the run game wasn't wasn't great either mm-hmm. um all quarterbacks did well uh, arrows up on all of them. Uh, the defensive side of the ball, uh, secondary was not the best, especially Justin Lane. Um, linebackers, I think, overall did pretty well. Um, special teams was honestly, you know, kicking wise was very good. Yeah, uh, I had to note, uh, and I think you made reference to this when we were chatting during the game, that uh, the very first special teams play of the year, there was a penalty, and we all immediately, of course, thought of Danny Smith. Uh, Ben, what were your uh, overall observations uh, last night? Uh, I was pleased to see um, some continuity and and displeased to see some situations where the defense, in particular, let the let the situation get get away from them. But mm-hmm. i I think that. I need to make the point before I go any further that the preseason again is about individual evaluation Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that coaches not only use a vanilla scheme when they go out there on in preseason games, they also purposely put players in bad situations to see how they're going to respond. They want to, they want to throw some adversity at them and see how they're going to react to it. So a lot of the time the offense is successful because the defense was called badly on purpose just to see how those guys are going to react to it. Just to see, yeah. Hey, you're exposed. Let's see how you're going to react. Let's see, let's see who rises to the top here and, and who doesn't. And 
that's what preseason is about. So don't read too much into the fact that there were some situations last night where the defense looked bad. Um, I didn't see a lot of missed tackles. I saw some. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, Lane did not look good. Uh, he obviously is trying to adapt to off coverage techniques and he's not adept at those yet, but he's going to have to have flexibility there. He's going to have to be able to do both bump and run and, mm-hmm. and, and do off coverage. So, you know, these are, well, these are the growing pains that, that young players go through, but overall I thought it was, it was a pretty nice performance. I wasn't that impressed with Josh Dobbs last night. I thought he was up and down, um, but certainly better than the last time we saw him. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know what, I'm going to, I'm actually going to start on the defensive side of the ball here uh, when, when you brought up Justin Lane and um, you know, Chris uh, Lane came from Michigan state. Now Michigan state under Mark D'Antonio has, has always had a very good defense. And one of the things that, that they do with their corners, and we saw this with other guys coming out in the draft, Denard comes to mind. They play their corners. Basically they say here, Go stick on this guy and don't let him catch a ball. And, and so when you come into the NFL, you've got to be more diverse. You've got to be able to do different things. And and it was clear to me, and I'll let you explain it even further, it looked like Lane was just really, really uncomfortable last night uh, playing off. Is, is that what you sensed as well? Yeah, I think, you know, his first professional game, he didn't want to give up a big play. He didn't want to get burned. He didn't want to do that on national television on his first game. Um and you can sense that because um, he was he was almost in, in like bail, you know. Yeah. And bail, bail means you turn your hips and you and you run uh, with your eyes to the quarterback. It looked like he was just uh, he was just way off, um, just did not want to get burnt. And uh, his game is um, press man, uh, get your hands mm-hmm. on the guy, mm-hmm. d- d- direct her out elsewhere, and kind of run with him. He did well running uh, with. The receiver's deep, though. I liked I liked him there. Um, but he, he getting played off, uh, you can tell yeah. it's not his game. He has to really work uh, on that and adjust to that because they're going to run those uh, those outs all on him all day. Those those um, slant routes as well. So yep. he needs to he needs to definitely um, get comfortable in that area because we do run that, but we do run more man nowadays. But you know, he's going to have to be able to to cover off and also he's gonna have to be able to run up and tackle because he gave up two touchdowns yesterday just on missed tackles uh that's not good no it's not i i noticed that as well um ben any anything else on lane and then and then to follow up other guys in the secondary that that you noticed last night uh no nothing really i think chris has pretty much covered it he's gonna have to i think his issues right now more mental than they are physical yeah. I'm not super concerned about it. These are kinks he's going to have to work out, as I alluded to earlier. Um, other guys in the secondary, uh, Marcus Allen is slower. Uh, sorry, Penn State fans. Uh, he, was not a great, <laughs> he, he wasn't a great athlete to begin with, yeah. and uh, his change of direction has always been poor. He added weight this offseason so that he could play linebacker. Uh, he looks even slower. He was exposed in coverage last night several times. Um, Cam Kelly, conversely, was a pleasant surprise uh, at free safety. He looks like he could be the guy who backs up Sean Davis, and, mm-hmm. and that 
pleases me. Um, I want to see him succeed, so I'm trying not to read too much into one preseason game. But he looked nice last night. Um, Jordan Dangerfield looked a little better than than he has previously, but I still consider him a a box safety only. Um, Other corners, Cam Sutton had a really nice game. Uh, I I got to give him props. He did, and and we've been critical of him, especially his lack of physicality. It previously, he's not a real physical guy, but he looked better last night. So I, you know, that pleases me. Obviously, we need solid players out there. Um, yeah. Curiously, Brian Allen did not get any snaps. I didn't. I didn't see him out there. Did you guys? I I, I no. didn't. I no, and I I didn't hear. I mean, we well, a lot of us were just disappointed because Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, wasn't dressing. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't remember hearing anything about Brian Allen. Allen Allen tested his injury. I think it's his ankle okay. before the game and dressed, but then they didn't play him. So okay, it's probably just them taking it easy, trying to make sure he gets healthy. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sutton did play better, and and you know I I look at that as you know may, maybe it's a situation where a guy um you know maybe things are clicking now in his third season and and that's certainly you can you have to hope for it because this this secondary definitely needs a guy like that that can play and and play well when he's needed to um chris who who did you have as far as uh your defensive winners uh last night from from the performance yeah devin bush <clears throat> 10 total tackles seven solo he almost had that pick and and talking about the game he said that he should have had it um you like to see him him around the ball. He was a little bit um, lax in coverage. Uh, he mm-hmm. also noted that himself that he needs to get better in that area. Um, like to see what we saw from him. We never saw that from from John Bostic or any of the, the other <laughs> band aids there that right. Colbert was trying to put over the bullet hole. But um, I thought Isaiah Bugs did did a really good job yesterday. Um, it was tough to um, to really uh, see what he was doing, but he he did some things where he was redirecting and he was um, mm-hmm. he was kind of getting in the backfield a little bit. But um, another guy, um, that, you know, Cam Sutton, you know, of course, and Cam Kelly, right, um, right. I like them. Um, Robert Spillane had a good game. You know, not putting him on linebackers would be a good job, but um, yeah. sorry, not, not putting him on wide receivers would be a good job. But um, I think he did a, a pretty good job. Um, filling in run gaps and, and being uh, pretty decent in coverage. So I liked what I saw from him as well. Uh, ben, I sensed a little consternation about Mr. Bugs. What, what did you see? He, um, Shout he, out allowed Bugs. A, he allowed a fourth down conversion um, at one point that mm-hmm. I, they ran right at him and the running back got five yards and he needed, you know, yeah, two, he needed two feet and got it. Um, that, that bothered me. So I thought he was a bit up and down. But Bugs, you know, he's got some potential. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a good shot at making this team. I don't want to say that that he doesn't. Um, LeVon Hooks looked pretty good last night, again. He but, but he seems to look good every preseason and, and not yeah. make the roster. So <laughs> there, there, I'll tell you what, there seems to be a growing um... – uh, is it a fan uh, affection for for this Mondo guy? Uh, Mondo, the, Mondo, <laughs> Mondo, Mondo only pawn in Game of Life. 
<laughs> one of the great lines in the history of, of cinematic. <laughs> uh, but but he, he you know I, I watched him a little bit. I mean he's you know he's okay. And again you you got to keep in mind he's in there against third fourth string guys. But uh, but my goodness, wouldn't he be fun to have out there? Holy cow! But uh, yeah, got, you know. What, yeah, sorry, I got, I, I got well, one more guy. Um, I didn't score Anthony Chicolo. Uh, no, oh, uh, Ulysses Gilbert. Dude, oh, uh, he had an awesome uh, game. Uh, yeah. Granted, yeah. he played late, but man, he yeah. was like, he was like a man among boys. He played he fantastically, but it, again, he played very late, so he's playing against third and fourth team guys. Yeah, he was awesome in coverage. He got that pick, uh, yep. great read. Uh, he he had two sacks. One was a strip sack. He should have had a third, uh, but the quarterback got the ball out of the way. Yeah, uh, him <laughs> up to the a gap was just menacing. I mean, he was throwing guys around. He was just – he's too fast for some blockers. Uh, he he's deserves a, more reps. He's got a pretty amazing burst, doesn't he? That, he does. That was really impressive. I got to give him props. He, he's got to get more reps with, um, I think, it's like second second team going forward. Oh, at least. The, inter- the interception was terrific. I mean, not just that he read it. Yeah, you can't um, teach that. You can't. Uh, um, you know, and this is a, a Mac kid, you know, from uh, Akron, rookie. I mean, he's not supposed to be, quote unquote, you know, making plays just like that. But as you guys are right, his burst was really impressive there to get that at the presence of mind to immediately get up and, and start running on a, on a conversion there where a lot of guys, you know, they they don't think there is a conversion uh, for the defense in the NFL. So, yeah, he was very impressive. And again, you, you put it in perspective and, and understand what the situations were that he was playing. But yeah, I, I liked him a lot last night. Um, and, and then, um, Chris, as far as uh, anything else defensively before we switch over to the offense and any any other notes, I, and I did want you to talk about Ola a little bit because I know he's your guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Love my guy, Ola. Uh, pressures on pressures on pressures. Um, just you got to love what you saw from him from a pass rushing perspective. Um, against the run, I think we all know that he can, he can do a little work. Uh, mm-hmm. He can work a little bit on that. Um, was decent in coverage as well. I like to see that. And uh, special teams, absolute demon last night. I mean, he was just Roosevelt Knicks-esque on special <laughs> teams. You like what you saw there. He is. Uh, he was on fire. Um, he might have been the, the second best defensive player yesterday on the field. Um, who else did I want to uh, kind of go over real quick? Chickalo, uh, your, your buddy Chick. Just <laughs> not. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Oh, uh, Chick- sorry. Sorry. Um, Matikavich. Uh, oh. he, had, he had that strip sack and then Isaiah Bugs with that uh, great ball awareness to, to – get that fumble recovery you like to see that from both of them i i I think what's happening and you guys can laugh at me all you want to but i i really think what's happening with guys like dirty red matikavich there he recognizes that this is it i mean there are some guys that they've got in there that are pushing him and i think it's creating better competition and it's it's creating guys playing a little bit better because you know you chris you mentioned spillane you know, he's he, he led the Titans in, in tackles in the preseason last year and didn't even make the team. Um, the guy is a tackling machine. He's good against the run, but we saw him very, very, very poor against the pass, at least I thought so. But it creates those competitions for these for these guys that every little thing has to stand out. And and I don't think that's something a lot of positions the Steelers have had in recent years. They've, they've really had this. So I, I think it's great. Yeah, let me piggyback off that because that's a good yeah. point. Um 
pass rushers as well. I mean, you got Tuzar Skipper coming in, you got JT Jones coming in, getting pressures and sacks, and the competition at that at that position is mm-hmm. um, also uh, in flames because you have those guys, you have Ola, you know, Chick's just a side piece. Um, you're you're going through, and, and you really have a lot of guys because they drafted Sutton Smith, and he didn't even. Uh, didn't even dress. He, yeah, he didn't even play yesterday. Nope. So, so you have other guys. You, you know, UDFA is coming in and getting sacks, and uh, you really like what you saw from the pass rushers yesterday. Um, yeah, especially the yeah, unknown and, guys, uh, where you're just like, who? Yeah, look up these numbers. You look up the number. Who? Who are these guys? But um, get in the backfield. You like to see that. Yeah, absolutely, and a uh, lot, lot of good things, a lot of things to work on. And and uh, before we we get over to the offensive side of the ball, let me just mention that uh, it is the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Twenty Six Shirts dot com slash Pittsburgh. And uh, right now, you can get the Patagonia shirt. It is a take off the. Uh, uh, famous uh shirts that all the cool kids are wearing these days and uh you can, i'm sure you can i think yours. actually it's a what um it's a it's really popular in vegas it's um outdoor clothing it's actually yeah very popular with the climbing community which I oh yes absolutely s- yes smallly a part of yes i uh think we can all expect chris to uh be be climbing mount kilimanjaro in the near future <laughs> Uh, or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, Ben, let's get to the quarterbacks because I, 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 you know, we had some fun watching these guys last night. Josh Dobbs, of course, started. Um, Mason Rudolph relieved him, and then uh, Devlin Duck Hodges relieved him. And uh, there were a lot of pretty good things, some not so good, uh, but overall some pretty good things. What did you see from the quarterbacks last night? Dobbs was up and down. Um, I thought he had a couple of nice throws, even that mm-hmm. one long throw down the left sideline. Well, down the left numbers to yeah. uh, James Washington. It was a bit underthrown. If he, if he had hit him in stride, that would have been six. Yep. Without question. Washington had to slow down, come back, and high point the ball, which was great. I mm-hmm. appreciated the fact that not only did he slow down enough to catch it, he also did so in a manner where he had to go up high to get it which made it more difficult for the corner to contest. It was smart play, Definitely. and it's, it's nice seeing Washington play like that. He uh, he ran better routes last night. His breaks were crisp. It was nice. It was good seeing. But getting back yeah. to the quarterbacks, uh, Rudolph outplayed Dobbs, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. He still needs to work on his arm strength a little bit. Uh, again, my opinion, but you know, yeah. this is something we were we've been talking about since he was drafted, and yes, it's it probably why he why he was a third rounder that day instead of being a first rounder. He does a lot of things very well, but he doesn't have that, that arm strength that you like to see in an NFL quarterback. Um, but yeah, he did, he did really nice, uh, anticipated the ball, anticipated the throws. Well, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. pocket presence was fantastic. Uh, yes. I, I thought he did a good job. Had, had command of the offense and then Hodges, you know, he had that one duck throw. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> And, well, you know, I, I thought overall, though, he he was not only fun to watch, he loves to watch football, but he had command of the offense. He had command yes. of the huddle. And he threw the ball pretty darn well. I I was pretty impressed for, for a fourth round, excuse me, a fourth string camp arm. Uh, he looked, looked pretty okay. 
I, I like Hodges. I liked him before, and uh, my dogs decided to start yelling, shut up. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's going to be an interesting guy going through the rest of camp here. Um, Chris, your thoughts on, on Dobbs and, and Rudolph? Yeah, just going to echo what Ben said. Uh, Rudolph was very good yesterday, a little bit better than Dobbs. And uh, what I really liked about Rudolph was he really had no room in the pocket sometimes and was still making good throws. Uh, mm-hmm. His pocket presence was very good. His awareness um, – he wasn't getting stressed out in the pocket, which would which caused him to make better throws. Um, like what I saw there, you can see he has more more chemistry with some of the guys there. You like to see that. Um, Dobbs, his only leg up on Rudolph at this point is his legs, and do we really need that at this point? I don't in, in this offense. I don't think so. Well, uh, it, you know, keeping in mind too that he was not playing behind the starting offensive line. Um, I would hope that he's not going to need his legs that often if he is, you know, God forbid, behind the starting offensive line. Ben? Yeah, I don't think that – I think in the short area that Rudolph's quickness is actually very good. It's it's a lot better. It's Yeah, it's a lot better than adequate. I think in the short area it's, you Mm -hmm. know, it's pretty good. Now, I I don't want to see Rudolph run. (laughs) I don't want to see him as a ball carrier. But I don't really want to see any quarterback as a ball carrier. And it's not like Ben is any threat to run anymore. So (laughs) I'm not (laughs) super worried about it. I I agree with what Chris just said. In this offense, does that really have any value? Eh, Not not so much. Well, you know, Rudolph had – there was one play last night where I thought he was – I thought he was dead. And and he he escaped to his left, and then yeah. I thought he was dead again. Um, the blocker was kind of uh, impeding my vision of the defender, and I thought, oh, geez, the defender's going to dive, and he's going to you know uh, ankle tackle Rudolph, and and Rudolph uh, eluded it, and I was I was impressed with that because when I was watching him coming out of Oklahoma State, I don't know that he would have been able to do that. He he just didn't have that overall presence and, and ability to me at that point. So I, I give the kid credit. I think he's definitely put in. I, in fact, I know he's put in a tremendous amount of time to, to better himself. And, you know, Ben, you were talking about his arm, you know, that that sideline throw in the NFL, that that long, long throw, uh, the sideline out is, is such an important throw. And that was the one I was worried about him being able to do. And um, just because of that lack of arm strength. So, but. That said, I was pretty impressed with him, um, you know, and, and Dobbs had some moments, but I still see some of those same Dobbs issues. You know, he, he had that one really good throw across the middle, um, but it was still a little bit behind. And and that was something we saw coming out of college. He just didn't lead his receivers very well. So um, I'm curious, do you guys, Chris, do you think Rudolph gets the start uh, this coming week against Kansas City? It should be Devlin Hodges. God damn it. No. Um, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think he does. I think, I think Tomlin's going to downplay it as rotating, but I think yes. that, I think that Rudolph has definitely earned it. And, I, and man, um, Devlin Hodges, man, he's my guy. my guy. Who does he, who does he remind you guys of? Because as I watched him, not Woody. only, <laughs> well, okay, okay. I, I he's, gonna... he's bigger than Flutie, but yes, he is. Uh, he plays he's the game two. with the same kind of uh, enthusiasm. You know what I mean? It, yes, that Flutie that, had maybe that. Yeah, that, yeah. that's why maybe. it reminds me of him. It's it's his spirit. It's not so much his style of play or his size. 
Yeah. No, I think that's a good comparison. Yeah. He he just he struck me as a guy for a third string guy, fourth string guy. He he was confident and he and he controlled the offense. And a lot of times you see those guys come out there and it's one delay a game penalty after another. The cadence gets messed up. I mean, it's just just bad things. But I, I, I wasn't thinking I, they're thinking yeah. too much. And he just went I, out and sure. played. Yeah, sure. I thought yeah. Matt Ryan. I think I think they were a little bit more similar. Matt, him and Matt Ryan have similar yeah. qualities, similar um, style of play. I, I would play. Agree. Yeah, okay. yeah, style of okay. play. Um, Chris, uh, the offensive line last night. Obviously, we we didn't see really the only starter uh, that we saw was Matt Filer, and they had him playing in at guard. Um, I, I mean, what did you see? I know you already commented the run blocking wasn't all that great They're last night. Terrible. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. What. I mean, get a little more. Yeah, let me go over some. Yeah, yeah. Fred Johnson, the guy in Florida, he yeah. had a, he had a day. Uh, he did. He was another, he was impressive. I got to give you props. I, I, I you you called this a couple of days ago. You're right. He uh, he looks good. Yeah, and I have to issue an apology. I I kept calling him Fred Jackson. Apparently, I kept thinking of the former (laughs) Bills running back. Uh, (laughs) But it's Fred Johnson. Yeah, Fred Johnson. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, Fred Johnson had a great game. Uh, Gloom reports from training camp definitely carried over into this game. Uh, You like what we saw out of him. Zach Banner had a had a pretty good game as well. Um, He's definitely on the up and up uh, over Hawkins at this point. The only uh, like, thing like, that that Banner has going against him, and and I'm sorry to interrupt, but he only yeah. plays one position. Yeah, very true. Right but, tackle only. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, you know, do you keep the better player at this yeah. point? I mean, Hawkins' injuries and um, Banner lost all that weight. I mean, he he went for, he was like what four something. Now he's at three twenty. Oh, yes. yes. Um, he looks a lot better. He uses his length as advantage. He's still strong. Um, like what you see there, he hasn't quit. I mean, he was on the Browns for a little stint. He got cut on the practice squad with us, and now he's just taking advantage of opportunity. You'd like to see that from him. Um, Finney had a, had a pretty good game. He, he's just not a center, if I'm if I'm going to be just frank with it and up front. I mean, I don't think he's much of a center. Uh, Which is weird because he was a center in college. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. He's just he's way better um, on the move. You know, moving moving is yeah. – his hips and, and, and using it to his advantage. He's in a phone booth when you're at, at the center position. And that's just not his game at this point in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, they might want to um, kind of experiment with other players at that position. And, you know, maybe, maybe even Fred Johnson can, can get some center snaps, but um, has an hour had a couple penalties. That's not going to bode mm-hmm. well for him. Um, no, no. And he, he, his run blocking was awful. Yeah, he looked more yeah. like a long snapper trying to play center. He was honestly, awful. yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you have um, uh, Chooks, who had a very, very bad game. I, yeah, I didn't. Weird. I saw maybe one or two reps from him that were good, but everything else was like uncomfortable and raw. Yeah, what the hell? I, you know, he's such an athletic guy, and and I even I didn't even see that a lot last night. It was like he was constantly uh, fighting himself in a box. He, his feet didn't look all that great. He was getting pushed around a little bit, and and you know, Noah Spence was a guy that he was going up uh, against a couple of times, and he, he's no slouch. Don't get me wrong, but um, I, I I expected more out of Chukes. Uh, ben, what what about you? What was your take? Yeah, on no, him? I completely agreed. I I I think he just had. He was just off last night. He's played much better versus starters than he played last night against second and third team backups. So I, I think he just 
there was something off with him yesterday. I, I have to consider this an aberration because I've seen him play yeah. so much better. Two guys I do want to talk about that played very late and I thought played well, again, against third and fourth and maybe sure. second string guys, were Patrick Morris and Derwin Gray. Gray doesn't move real well. But, man, he looks like he's just going to be a bulldozer as a run blocker. I mm-hmm. The guards right now look pretty good. The centers last night didn't look so good. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's fascinating how that works out. I mean, you, yeah. you know, looking, at, looking at it all on paper, you would have thought that uh, – uh, these guards maybe wouldn't have been that solid, but they they suddenly look pretty decent. Um, yeah. What? Uh, yeah. What? Um, you, you said Morris, you know, and Morris is a guy out of TCU, wicked athletic guy. Right. Um, just needed a lot of technique stuff. Did Did you like what you saw out of him last night? I did, but again, it's it's late in the game, and it wasn't like yeah. it was that yeah. impressive. He was just right. solid playing that role again late in a preseason game. So it's kind of hard to. Yeah. Yeah. to draw off of that and say, yeah, you know, he's, he was impressive. Like, like a Fred Johnson was yesterday. Right. 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 No, very true. Uh, Chris, what did you think of the running backs last night? We, we got a pretty extensive look at Benny Snell. We saw a little bit of Jalen Samuels. Um, we saw some of Terrell Edmonds brother. Uh, what, what was your overall uh, uh, thoughts on those guys? Uh, wishy-washy. No one really yeah. impressed. I mean, Sam, you know, Sam was a, is a good football player. Um, and on his long run, there was a huge hole for him yeah. to get through. And, and but he does look faster. He did, he did, uh, lose a little bit of weight and, and gain some speed. He does look faster, but Benny Snell took a while to kind of get going and they were running yeah. some, uh, they were running him, you know, some stretch plays with him. That's just not his game. Um, we can tell he dropped a pass or two in the beginning as well, but you know, caught on, Ooh, after the first half, and um, I don't know. I don't know about Snell at this point fitting into this offense because we run the the zone, and yeah, he's more of a power guy. And and he's in between the tackles, um, he's getting you you know, three plus because he's falling forward every time. Yeah, but he, he and, and oh against the against the corner, he got tackled against the corner one on one. That that should not. That's not what we no. drafted him to, to get tackled that by a corner. Oh yeah. It, it, um, did you see Tomlin's reaction on that play? You you could no. there, there was a great there was a great uh, instant replay um, from behind the Steelers sideline where you can see Snell stretching it out and and the, the DB tackles him and Tomlin you know isn't known for a whole lot of emotion on the sideline he jumped up and then kind of you know pounded his fist down into the ground it was really emphatic for him and I I'm wondering if he wasn't thinking the same thing Chris like how do you let this guy tackle you or was it more that I wanted I was hoping he would cut it up I you know I I, I don't know what Tomlin was thinking I, I they don't pay me enough to do that but um it was just a really interesting scene, at least from from my perspective. Yeah, he he definitely should have. You know, you're one on one with a corner yeah. as a running back. You should definitely make him miss. Um, or at least punish him. If he's yeah. going to yeah. tackle you, if he's going to tackle you, and you you've got that much of Makes a size difference, and you're you're a, a running back who's known for physicality, if you let him tackle you, punish him. Right, right. Make him make him not want to tackle you. Yeah. Yeah, make him think twice the next time. Yeah, Ben, what 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 did you think overall of uh, of our little cadre of backs last night? 
Samuels had a nifty little run. Um, I thought, and yeah, it's like Chris said, you knew he was, you know, before that he's a good football player and yeah, it looks like his burst has improved a little bit. That's it. You know, it's impressive to yeah. see Snell. I echo those sentiments. It was a bit up and down. Um, I'd rather see him running in a gap scheme, gap blocking where he's running between the tackles or at least between the tight ends yeah. and, and just concentrating on that. I expect them to do more gap blocking this year than they did last night. So I'm not going to read too much into that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the rest of the guys in there, Trey Edmonds included, I, I wasn't that impressed with. Um, it, it was what it was, yeah. you know, nothing, yeah. nothing to write home about. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nothing to write home about, let's talk about tight ends. Um Maybe there is something. Uh, ben, what, what did you see out of uh, this group? Of course, um, Vance did not play, so Xavier started, didn't do a whole lot. So you had you had Raider in there. You had Mr. Gentry in there. Um, I mean, what were your overall observations? Only one, really. Kevin Raider outplayed Zach Gentry, even though Gentry did catch that touchdown pass. He did. It was a nice grab. Yeah, it was. It was. And, and, and he ran the scramble drill just fine. You know, Rudolph mm-hmm. got in a little trouble. And, and was it was Hodges. Hodges got in a little trouble. And yeah. – uh, was running around and and all those guys reacted to that the right way, including Gentry. Ran the scramble drill, got open, you know, nice little pass. So that that was fine. Uh, but I thought Raider played better overall, in particular as a blocker, blocker than Gentry did. Uh, and and ran decent routes. Uh, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be higher on the depth chart right now on the true depth depth chart, not the one mm-hmm. that's published in Steelers.com, then then Zach Gentry is. Uh Chris, thoughts on uh tight end from what you saw last night. We didn't we didn't see a whole lot of uh wood. Uh he was in there late, but it was primarily uh Mr. Raider and Mr. Gentry. Yeah, I mean if the uh Steelers are gonna bring back Xavier Grimble after his fumble. I think they can forgive Kevin Raider after a great play by the defender there to get his helmet on the football yeah. to to let it loose. But um I you know, piggyback on what you guys said, Raider is a you know very good blocker. He does have really good hands, but didn't just didn't get the opportunity to, to showcase them. But um soft as heck is Gentry at the uh, point of attack for being a blocker. Yeah. Oh, he, 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 someone's got a lot of fire under him. Um, still concerned with that, with that position as well as, uh, yeah. safety depth and a little more on the, on the tight end side. They're, they're gotta be looking for, for somebody to, to add to the mix. I, I would be stunned if they weren't. I, I you would still hope. Is, yeah. We've, we've but, said it all off season long. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am prepared to be disappointed on this. I think True. that yeah. they, they believe that they have enough people, enough adequate players at the position to create enough competition to move forward, and they're not going to mm-hmm. do anything. And I disagree with that. I think they should sign a tight end. They should have done it yep. months ago, but I don't think they're going to. I'm leading towards they're not going to either right now. Uh, barring an injury, if everything stands pat, I, I, I think you're right. Um I, I yeah, um, I agree. I do, I'll tell you why real yeah. quick. Um, I think we're going to run a lot of four man wide receiver sets, uh, which doesn't require that extra tight end. Yeah. Um, you know, whoever whoever uh, let's just say Filer does secure that right tackle spot, you're going to see Chooks there as a, as a 
eligible tight end in a block situation instead of a uh, a Grimble or a third tight end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with, with who we have on the roster right now, you're looking at for our receiver. You're looking at Juju, Moncrief, Washington, and and the fourth guy. It could really be anyone at this point, but there. Uh, oh, Johnson. Geez, what am I doing? Uh, Johnson. Um, you want those four on the field. And it's going to be tough to defend them and James Conner as a runner and a, and a pass catcher, mm-hmm. along with Vince McDonald. Um, I think four wide receiver sets this year is going to be one of the things that we're going to see a ton of, as well as two running back sets with Samuels and um, James Conner. Yeah, and then well, motioning. So, motioning so that need for the tight end. Correct. Yeah, so it, that it, need it, for the tight end can get covered up. And and as we get kind of down towards the end here, guys, let, let's talk about the wide receivers a little bit. Um, obviously, uh, no Juju and uh, no Moncrief, no Deontay Johnson. So there were some guys at the tail end of, of you know, the, the roster, the wide receiver roster that, that got some pretty uh, significant playing time. Um, you know, Chris, what do you think about Washington? I Personally, I thought he looked like a completely different player than he did last year. Um, but, you know, what do you think? We saw the acrobatic catches last year in preseason, and there was a ton of hype over him after the, mm-hmm. after the acrobats that he was putting on. He just looks like he's comfortable. He looks like he is confident. He looks like with the departure of AB that he knows that he has to step up and then that he doesn't have the pressure to really take off pressure. I think that you can see it in his play that he just wants to go out there. He wants to run routes and beat the DB, and he wants to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks that he didn't get led more with that with the long pass, but at the same right. time, great adjustment. Uh, you just see all the intangibles that you want to see out of a guy who lost confidence down the stretch last year. Yeah, and and that to me, that's what I saw. I, I saw a guy that just looked like he was having more fun. I didn't see the bewilderment in his eyes. I, I just saw a guy out there that knew what he was doing and was enjoying it. Um, you know, Ben, what what did you see out of the wide receivers last night? I mean, any of those guys. You know, Johnny Holton made some plays. I mean, what did you see? Yeah, how about Holton? He he really did have one nice long run. He used yeah. his blockers well on that. And he did. He's very slight of build. I don't think he's got a shot at making this team, but, you know, mm-hmm. maybe he could develop into, into an adequate wide receiver at some point. He certainly has the speed to do it. Um, did did Switz get any reps? Uh, he got reps, but I don't I think, I don't think he Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I saw him on a couple of different occasions. Targets? I, I don't believe so. No, yeah, I don't think he saw it at all. Weird. Uh, obviously, Johnson, Juju, and and Moncrief not playing is a bit disappointing, at least to me. Yeah. Deontay Spencer was not overly impressive as a wide receiver. I thought he did pretty okay as a uh, as a returner, a punt returner. Um, mm-hmm. But you know. It wasn't great. It was it was no. pretty okay. It was enough that you were like, if you were on the opposite side, you could see where there would be a threat. You'd be worried. Um, uh, by and large, was, oh, sorry, other than Washington, nothing to write home about. Yeah, um, you know, Griffey uh, got some was, snaps, and 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 um, oh, I can't think of the other young guy either. But you know, Trey yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Tevin Jones. Yeah, well. Griffey, Jones. yeah, Tevin Jones had a couple of Jones nice catches. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, he he's just he's in an unfortunate situation. He's in a very very crowded and talented yeah. wide receiver room. Chris, did you want to Chris, add something about Spencer? 
No, it was Holton. Um, the first kick of the game when he when he took it out of the end zone. I hope that oh. was out of ambition and not out of <laughs> <laughs> anything else other than I'm trying to make this team because he was deep in the end zone and didn't do much. We were at like the 15. I'm like screaming. I'm like, I hope that it was out of ambition and and to do well instead of this is the smart move. Let's do this. No, I bet that was with just what Danny Smith coached him to do. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> okay. Um, I'm only halfway kidding. All right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Hey, Deontay's uh, fans are no fair catches. I don't care how close they are. Boom. <laughs> well, and one other thing I wanted to comment on before we wrap it up. Um, I, I, I have some real trepidation about this whole Terrell Austin helping Tomlin with his challenges because that challenge was Ambition, atrocious. Man. You know what that was, though? You know what that was, Mark? Because is that a timeout? No, it, both challenges last night were yeah. about seeing how the refs would interpret the play and what sure. the, what the eventual call would be. It wasn't so much about challenging it. It wasn't like either one of those times the head coach thought, yeah, I'm going to win this challenge. They were just like, right. you know what? This is a good opportunity to test the system, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, and I buy that. I do. It's it's just unfortunately with Tomlin's track record, it just I doesn't get it. look good. I get it. I get it. And and both times, yeah. both challenges were lost. And I was like, good, bravo, nice job, ref, nice job. Yeah, fewer yeah, dumb challenges this year. Well, you know what? And and one other note on that, I know a lot of people get pissed off about the amount of penalties. Don't forget the the officials. It's their preseason yeah. too. They're going to yeah. call a lot of penalties because they want to get a lot of this crap settled now, so that it's not a problem when the regular season shows up. So, um, one final thought, and I'm going to give you each thirty seconds. And the topic, Chris, is Antonio Brown. Go. Um, he's a crybaby. I don't. I, I have no sympathy for him. He makes millions and millions of dollars. Um, I don't. You can put anything on my head, and I will go out there and catch balls or not catch balls for millions of dollars. Um, I don't care what he does with his life at this point. Give me the three and the five. Give me Devin Bush. Uh, I don't want that toxicity anymore. Give me Deontay Johnson. Give me James Washington. Juju's elite. Game over. Game over. Ben, I, uh, I only have one yeah. thing to say about this yeah. entire episode. Uh-huh. True to form. True uh-huh. to form. This is not surprising in the least. Nope. This is something that AB did every once in a while when he was in Pittsburgh. And a few days later, he would come to his senses and act like nothing had happened at all. That's what I expect to happen this time. Uh, it is what it is. Not surprising. Yeah, and, and guys, the and you know this, the, the Steelers did an amazing job of keeping a lot of this quiet. Um, and it sounds like the Raiders uh, are, are not going to keep it as quiet or just don't know how to keep it as quiet. Bottom line is, uh, I, I hope AB gets straightened around and, and plays football, but um, he's not going to get a lot of sympathy from from Steelers fans. I know that, and and I'll just leave it at that for today. So, and Ben's anyway, not the toxic one. Can we just say that Ben is not the toxic one? Apparently, Can we apparently just not. <laughs> apparently not. Uh, but we'll we'll pick up on that later this week as we uh, preview the uh, the Steelers and the Chiefs. This will be another home game, and then the Steelers round up the preseason with two away games. So, uh, anyway, for both uh, Chris and Ben, this is Steel Dad. 
and make sure you check out the website, steelcityblitz.com and social media and blah, 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 and all that other stuff. So anyway, Steelers get a victory and we keep evaluating. And most importantly, we stayed healthy. So, all right, everybody, that's it. And hey, go Steelers. <laughs>